Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Full Metal Lockdown podcast. On this episode we have Vogue from Decapitated. I, I'm not going to do the injustice of trying pronounce his real name. I'm just going to call him Vogue. He's the guitarist and mastermind behind Decapitated. We have our band of the week as we do every week. But for now, what do you say we uh, kick off the show? So, uh, what do you all think of this week's intro theme song? Yeah, if you noticed last week it was different as well. This week it is different. Uh, next week should be different and so on and so forth. Eventually I'll pick a new theme song for the show. Or I'll put it to you to pick whatever. I'll probably go up on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash full matter lockdown or one word. Um, if you have your preferences, hit me up on there or hit me up on Twitter at Tom underscore Roberts 1989 or email me fullmetallockdown at gmail.com or one word. While you're on Facebook, you can actually check out my new page, my new group that I'm associated with, a uh, new business that I'm associated with. It's called Run and Rejoice. Uh, I don't have the exact link at the moment but I posted a link to it a few weeks ago on the Facebook page. Uh check it out. We do uh about to launch something pretty cool. Uh I'm not gonna say what it is right now. But uh yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> if I do say so myself. But um yeah uh, there was a pretty cool tour announced uh, this week. Uh, Machine Head are about to tour Australia, or not the Machine Head, the tour is called. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. I can't wait for that to happen. Machine Head are one of my favorite, all-time favorite, uh, all-time favorite American bands. Um, yeah. Another cool thing that happened to me this week is I got a Sony Xperia tablet. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's waterproof, dustproof, shatterproof, the whole nine yards. Uh, I can actually take it underwater and do underwater photography with it. Is that good? But uh, yeah, in the world of metal, for me, nothing really happened this week. <laughs> uh other than, like, you know, talking to people and doing a few, uh, doing a few, uh, interviews that will come out in the next few weeks. If you want to know who are in the interviews in advance, join our mailing list. Uh, you go to the Facebook page and there's a tab there that says mailing list. Uh, you just click on that tab, you join it. And you will be letting the know before anyone else, pretty much. Uh, you also get the direct links sent to you every week. 
Um, yeah, uh, I've let this known before. I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, uh, yeah, if people don't know, yeah, I, uh, like wrestling, I like UFC, I like boxing, I like, uh, pretty much any other stylized violence or violence, pretty much, but I, I, don't get me wrong, I know wrestling is stylized violence and it's all, all the, uh, the maneuvers worked out pre pre match, and the the uh, results are all worked out. I get all that. I get all that bullshit, but I don't care. It's entertaining. It's one of those things where you pay for four hours, three to four hours of entertainment, and you get three to four hours of entertainment. You pay all that money for a boxing match, and the fight lasts three minutes because one of them knocks the other out. You pay that much for a UFC event. Usually you get that because there are so many fights on the card. But, yeah. Yeah, but I've been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. Lately, they've been pissing me off because they keep saying that, yeah, we listen to all their fans and everything, but they don't, and they're annoying. And they've just had shit TV. So I've been going a lot more to the UFC. and. Which brings me to what I wanted to actually talk about. Bear with me. Uh, CM Punk. If you don't know who he is, he was a wrestler. And uh, CM Punk stands for Chick Magnet Punk. For anybody that didn't know that. Uh, his real name is uh, Phil Brooks. And he's just uh, signed a contract to go to the UFC. Now, I really hope he does well. Chances are he's going to get his ass kicked and handed back to him, but I hope he does well. Now, that being said, there is another wrestler at the moment called Brock Lesnar. For those of you who know him, you probably know him from the UFC, but he was a wrestler before the UFC. And he says, he claims, although it's not true, that he was the first ever wrestler to go into the UFC, become the world champion over there, come back and win a world title. Now, he is the first person to go there, win a world title, come back and win a world title. But he's not the first wrestler to go to the UFC and then go back to wrestling. The first one to do that was Mr. Old Ken Shamrock himself. People don't realize this, but he was a professional wrestler before he was the ultimate fighter, the person that uh, he was in the final in UFC 1 against Horace Gracie, see I do know my shit, uh, but anyway that has nothing to do with metal, I just wanted to, uh, I think it's pretty cool that CM Punk is gonna go there and get his face smashed in, anyway, um, yeah, which brings me to something in the same vein, I guess. Not really, at all. But, uh, this week's band of the week. This week's, uh, band of the week is called... Uh, wait a second. My Facebook has logged out for some reason. Uh, they're called... Del... Nel... Delinquent. Delinquent. Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. 
Ah, yes, delinquent. <laughs> delinquent. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm an idiot. Ah, yeah, they're called delinquent. I have to log back in my Facebook for some reason because my internet is stupid. By the way, never go with Telstra. Yeah, we've gone with Telstra. I just, we are having problems with them. Uh, we recently went to Orange to stay with my wife's family for a bit. And, um, my father-in-law's internet on the same plan that we're on was getting over a mega and a half a second in the download speed. Because uh, uh, I have a speed tester built in. All downloaded and installed. Uh, and my uh, my internet at home was getting uh, was 56 kilobytes at its fastest. 56 fucking kilobytes. And Telstra, uh, until now, they keep saying to us, mm, that's your internet. Your problem. It's your devices. Instead of saying, okay, we'll come out and fix it, which they're doing now after, like, the eighth time we've called them. But, yeah. Also, I went into Telstra to ask them about their mobile deals because I wanted an Xperia, an Xperia tablet. And I talked to them, and they said, no, 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 no. We don't supply the Xperia, even though it was on display in their fucking store, the cocksuckers. But anyway, uh, they said, no, 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 we don't supply those tablets. You want the iPad Air 2. And I'm like, I have a two-year-old and another kid on the way. I need something more durable than an iPad. Because an iPad, if you cut a wet part, the iPad claims it's water damaged. If you know what I mean. They're shit. And plus, like, I have an iPad as well. And it's already outdated. It's three years old, and I can't update the motherfucker anymore. Like, at all. They've stopped making updates for it. Whereas the Xperia is waterproof, shatterproof, dustproof. Um, it does everything an iPad can do. And it syncs up due to the Sony Bridge app. It syncs up the same way that an iPad does to my fucking iTunes. So it is way better than an iPad. Where, and... On the same plan that I am with Optus, they tried to charge me $100 more. Literally, $100 more. Nearly $200 for the same fucking thing. And I wouldn't have gotten the service that I'm getting now. So, uh, they can get fucked. Anyway, Facebook has decided to start working again. Sorry about that. Once again, a little rant. Uh, Delinquent is the name of the band. They're from Shellhaven. Uh, they're hard rock slash metal. They have four members, Adam Green, Robert Lotz, Robert Lotzi, uh, Dale Green, and Jared Rollo. I wonder if Adam and Dale are brothers. Uh, current location in Nara, which is just up the road, actually. Uh, yeah, they're, um, they don't have much on the band.
heavily influenced by grunge movement of the 90s and the new metal movement that came later. Uh, someone actually described them as a bit new metal-ish, which is fine by me, because a lot of people have a problem with new metal, and I don't have that much of a problem with it. Um, yeah. Congratulations to Delinquent on uh, getting the Band of the Week this week. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, or if you're Australian anyway, and you've been living under a rock, you wouldn't know what's happening over the last weekend and this weekend. But if you're not living under a rock, you know that uh, Soundwave has started. The tour has started. And now, uh, due to car troubles a few months ago, I had to sell my ticket at a weekend pass to Sydney. I had to sell my ticket and unfortunately couldn't go, so uh, I'm a little bit jealous at the moment. There's a few bands there, especially Nonpoint and Fear Factory and uh, King Parrot and Naya Bolivisclaris. I really wanted to see them. Uh, unfortunately, obviously, I can't. Um... I hope they rip it up, and knowing them, they will. I've seen a few videos, uh, Matt, Matt Young from King Parrot is one crazy motherfucker. Uh, he started a wall of death while he was singing one of his songs. I, uh, the audio on my phone doesn't work. Once again, Apple iPhone, fuck you. Uh, it doesn't work, so uh, I couldn't actually hear what the song was, but chances are it's probably sure in the liver or dead end or another one of their uh, actual famous songs. Or shit, it could have been any one of their fucking songs. They're all good. King Parrot are fucking amazing. Uh, Matt Young is a former three-time guest on this show. Uh, go back and listen to his episodes. Um, but yeah. Soundwave has a, uh, as a close, is a, how do I put this? I hold it pretty close because, uh, one AJ Matter is a former guest on this show. And also it was the last festival I truly went to. And it will be the first festival I go to next year. It'll be the only festival I go to from now on. Although AJ is saying that the big day out could be back next year, although it might miss out, and if it dies, it's only going to be East Coast, just like Soundwave, um, once again, I'm sorry for the Adelaide people and the Perth people out there, but think about this, put it this way, when was the last time any of these festivals went to Darwin, quit your bitching, shut the fuck up, catch a plane and go somewhere else, Oh, controversial, Anyway, I don't give a shit. Uh, they're also saying that Soundwave is going to get rid of this uh, two-day festival format because I'm not actually sure why. Uh, probably because it's a cunt to try and run. So for dropping the C-bomb, but like, you do it. Seriously, I, wouldn't, I, I don't know how the fuck they're doing it. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, like I said in the intro this week, on this week's show, we have Vogue from Decapitated. I've been very excited about dropping this interview. Uh, my banter before and after the, <laughs> the interview haven't been very good, and I'm sorry about that. It's late at night, and I'm fucking tired. 
and I want to go to bed soon. Um, yeah, during the interview, uh, Vogue, there were bits where my accent is a bit too thick, apparently. Uh, and his accent was a bit too thick, and we couldn't understand each other. And, uh, yeah, he explains that British interviewers and American interviewers, he understands them a bit better, but the Australian twang, for lack of a better word, or the New Zealand twang, for lack of a better word, is really fucking hard to understand, apparently. But, yeah, uh, check it out. This is my interview with Vogue from Decapitated. Right now on the line, I have Vogue from the legendary Decapitated, who will be on tour in Australia throughout May, from May 6th to 10th, with uh, fellow death metal legend Suffocation. Vogue, how are you? Man, thanks so much for this introduction, and yeah, I cannot wait. I, I have to say that I cannot wait to come back to Australia again since almost five years, because last time we played in Australia was 2010. We were touring together with Origin, Misery Index, and Psychroptic these days, and tour was killer. And when I think right now about the touring again in Australia, it's just amazing, especially that we're touring together with Suffocation, our death metal brothers and our friends, we touring with them 2005, and, and there was a huge tour in U.S. We touring with Suffocation, Hypocrisy, and Steel Factory. Great time, great tour. I, I just had to say I'm more than excited about this tour, and I cannot wait to see you guys again. Yeah, we can't wait for it either. It's literally one of the best metal tours I have seen in a very long time. I missed, uh, in 2010, I missed you guys on tour, and I missed Suffocation last time they came here. And I've wanted to catch you ever since, so I'm not missing it. Today, my wife and I announced that we're having our second baby, and I told her that she can't go in May because I'm will be at on tour with Suffocation and Decapitate. <laughs> pretty much. Awesome! Man. Wow, man! Congratulations, man! Uh, thank you very That's great much. News. I'm a little bit excited, and I'm a little bit nervous about this interview as well. You're one of my... Uh, Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> You're one of my idols. Awesome news. That's up. always great news. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, as I said, I can Yeah? Uh, no, what were you saying? Sorry? No, no, no. I just... You know, so so I can... I will see you on the show or not? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, maybe at the Sydney show. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, hopefully you can do it, you know. I, I, I'm sure the show will be killer, you know. Decapitated yeah, yeah. suffocation together. What a lineup, man. Yeah, I, I just realized what the amazing lineup is. It, I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. I'm a big fan of, of Suffo, so yeah. I, I will be moshing on, you know, in the first line to probably <laughs> on every <laughs> show. Well, uh, I'll be the guy in the wheelchair in the mosh pit as well because I'm in a wheelchair, so... I'll, I will make sure I still get in there. <laughs> uh -huh, sure. So, yeah, uh, I hope to see you, man. Uh, so, Vog, I wanted to ask you, now that I've got you on the line, and I, uh, 
wanted to uh, see who are, it's a generic question, but who are your influences? Who influenced you to pick up a guitar and do what you do? Oh, well, oh my God, what a question. It was it was a long time ago, so I'm not sure I, I can remember it. Who was the more the who the most influenced me to pick up the guitar? I mean, hmm, that was that this time I was listening to all those trash metal bands like Slayer, Exodus, Metallica, Megadeth, Overkill, and all those Bayaria trash metal bands from from uh, US. And probably. That was my main influence that I, and also, yes, I also, I I was a big fan of Morbid Angel and Trey Azagdot. Yeah. He was, for me, he was like a god, like a guitar god these days. And I, when I saw his video for uh, Rapture and Gods of Emptiness, when he, he was like, you know, he was performing this in the video, when I saw this guy, how he how he uh, play guitar and how he uh, his feeling for the music, you know, I was so much impressed by Trey. So probably Trey was the my main influence these days to to make uh, death metal uh, music mm-hmm. and to my, my biggest mo- motivation for for playing metal. Also together. Uh, that was a band Cut from Poland, trash metal, trash metal band from Poland called Cut, and I love these guys, love these guys' music, and love the guitar playing of the guitar players from this band. Also, together with Metallica, James Hetfield, Kirk Hammett, and also Sepultura, Andreas Kisser, together with uh, Steve Vai, and uh, who else? There was a couple. Guitar masters, I was listening to, especially uh, guys from 90s metal bands. Yeah, that was 90s uh, metal, death metal and trash metal bands are the most influenced me. So you you have a very eclectic mix of influences, mostly in the metal genres. But a very yeah, eclectic I, mix. yeah, I, I have to say, I, I have a kind of, yeah, 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 that was a class, some, my way of, when I was starting, it was a kind of classic. I mean, I was listening to a lot of, of you know, really underground metal bands like Autopsy, like this Cowboy Orchestra, like um, Suffocation too, yeah. and Cannibal Corpse. So I mean, all together, I think all all this this all bands together, all these different styles, trash metal and death metal together you know, uh, influenced me to pick up the guitar and, and trying to do some, my own, my, my own stuff. Yeah. So what keeps you going after having written six very epic death metal albums? What keeps you going? What keeps you with the ability to be able to write more and more music? Well, it's just, it's simple, you know, it's, it's just that, if I love, I love to play, you know, I love to go on tour and, you know, that's the best thing for me, you know, in life yeah. to just, you know, take it, take it, take equipment, you know, pack the van or, you know, go to the airport and fly to the, you know, end of the world or go on the stage, play bending strings, you know, go on the stage, make sound check. That's, that's my life. That's my environment. 
that's what I'm doing since 20, 20, almost 20 years. And it, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm the best. And this keeps me, this makes me keep, keep this doing, you know, all the time. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling boring about it or something like that. I, even we, we playing since 20 years. Still, I, I, I can feel that, uh, we can deliver something fresh every, each next album. And, you know, it's, it's just about, uh, when you, when you really, really love what you are doing. That keeps you going. That keeps you try. Keeps you, uh, you know, uh, going forward with that. Yeah. Mm. So uh, we're not gonna go into the tragedy that happened, but how hard was it to reform the band after everything that did happen? Well, um, you know, it, there was a lot of you know not not uh, happy stories in our career, but you know that in the 20 years, everything could happen, you know, especially when you are touring band, like touring over the world, spending much time in the plane, spending so much time in the van or nightliner. So of course, you know, sometimes there's a lot of, you know, bad things can happen too, but you know, yeah, it's, you know, it's 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 like a part of this this touring life, and you cannot do anything about that. It's just trying we trying to think positive, and we looking for the uh, you know brightest things in the, in the music life, which is a lot of that too. Yeah. So. So. I mean, I mean, I have to say that that is the, the best the the best job on the world, you know, yeah. playing music and yeah. touring over the world. I, I I used to play music. I never left Australia, but I toured throughout Australia a little bit. And uh, I've got to admit, I said this to Ronnie Shaw of Uriah Heap the other day. Uh, it, there is no other drug on earth like the like the feeling of being on stage in front of a crowd. I played the biggest crowd I played in front of was like six thousand, and there was no other feeling on earth that could match that feeling if you know what i mean it was amazing all right man. Thank, thank you very much i don't i'm not sure i can understand what your question right now oh sorry because so, the australian accent is i have to say it's kind of difficult it's a kind of challenge for me oh <laughs> uh, sorry about that because uh, for those out there listening that don't know, Volga and Decapitated are from, I believe, Poland in Europe. Yeah, I'm sure, but I, I cannot understand every uh, even one word what you say. Oh, sorry. Um, I, uh, I said uh, you're from Poland, if, if that's correct. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's correct, yeah. I just explained to all the listeners out there that uh, if they get confused that you're Polish and I'm Australian and there is a language barrier between the two of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. I mean, yeah, when I speak with someone from the uh, US or from UK, it's, I mean, I, it's, it's a bit uh, easier for me to understand is if we, if we, if I talk with someone from Australia, it's 
that things are going to be a little bit hard. <laughs> but, you know, it was always always like that. I remember uh, we touring in Australia in 2010, and I have a, this guitar tech, uh, Shrimp. He was a really cool guy and great professional guitar tech. And sometimes he, he talked to me and I was like, I was like, what? What do you say? I mean, there's a little bit of uh, language barrier between between us, but, you know, shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like I said, there are six days, five days, sorry, that you have in Australia, starting from the 6th of May yeah. to the 10th of May. But your first show is in Adelaide at the Gov. Then your second show is in Brisbane at the Hi-Fi. That is a really long distance to travel. Why were you booked so oh, far really? between the first dates? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Me, I, I'm not responsible for booking the dates, you know, to be honest. Uh, there is a booking agency. they taking care of that. Some agents, agents and, and booking agency, they, they book the dates. Sometimes they just doesn't doesn't care about bands they have to tour <laughs> touring okay. uh, because they bo- they book they only book they sitting on the computer and they just they put the dates in the calendar that's it so and then pure musicians need to go on tour and in you know make a huge distance but you know in Australia when we touring in Australia we we taking the plane so. It shouldn't be that the, the problem, you know. We just, you know, go to the airport and and we taking plane and uh yeah. And then with the plane, it makes everything easier. Yeah, yeah, it would because the the distance from the Adelaide and Brisbane would roughly be the distance between London and Berlin. Like to put an example, London and Berlin. Yeah, it's it's not that far. It's not that far. <laughs> uh, if 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 we take a train, it's nothing. It's like maybe two hours flight or one and a half hours flight. So it's it's really nothing oh, for I us. I mean, the big. I have to say, if we talk about big distance, I have to say that to go from to to have a trip from Poland to Australia, this is big diff- distance. Yes, it would this be. This is a kind of huge distance. I think I think we will take three planes, and it all the travel will take more than thirty hours. So wow! Yeah, and 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 still, if we talk about <laughs> big distance, I have to say one more one more thing. We we just uh, playing in U.S. We we touring with Gore in U.S. in um, October, and uh, I think. We did the biggest distance is in our life, driving from Seattle to Chicago. Oh and wow! If you are on the Google, if you are if you you are on Google Maps or something like that, you can check how many miles is that. Yeah. And we we did it by car. We did it by car. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want so to do that. It, it, I think about 40 hours or even more and we catch a snow uh, um, how to say 
snowstorm or something like that in the way. So we driving sometimes like the five miles uh, per hour. It was totally disaster, but we make it. And, you know, we came to Chicago and the first band, first support band already start to perform the show. And we have about one hour to rest, to prepare for the show. And, and we did a great show anyway. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, it, it uh, touring life, is, it looks like that. You have to traveling all the time. That's the main uh, part of the, uh, of the, uh, when you're a musician, when you're playing a band, yeah. the traveling. The being on the stage is just, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure. It's the, the best thing on the world. But it's only for one hour or something like that, one and a half hour. Rest of the rest of the music, uh, of the touring life is a touring. It, it's a traveling. It, you know, it, that's the that's the hardest thing. But if you have nice bus, if you have nice nightliner, it, it makes it all easier. But sometimes we traveling by van. Sometimes we spend hours in the plane. You know, same shit for all <laughs> musicians. <laughs> Now, Vogue, I end every interview I ever do on the same question. It is a multiple choice question. Uh, so you get to pick one of these. Okay. Uh, you A, ask me a question. B, B, asked a really strange or weird question by me that has nothing to do with music. Or C, give me the quote of the week for next week's show. Okay, so, well, maybe... Uh, maybe you can give me this weird question. <laughs> okay. Uh, really weird question that is not related to music. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, I always explain. Now, understand this is as weird as I could get and as weird as I could think of. And I was watching a show called Malcolm in the Middle when I thought of it. Have you ever seen that show? The TV show Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, it's an American show. I'm not sure. I think not. It's an American show about a bunch of brothers that pretty much torture each other. It's a sitcom. Now, Vogue, my question to you is: Have you ever trotten? Have you ever stepped in dog poo barefooted? Have you ever stepped in what? In dog poo barefooted. Without shoes. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't understand what does it mean. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Wow. Well, maybe shit. maybe let let's finish the maybe let's dog. Ah, okay. <laughs> if I ever step in the dog shed without no. shoes on. No, but I um no uh, I yeah yeah I think uh, for sure yeah yeah for sure. But <laughs> yeah yes of course. <laughs> See, I think uh, every, every every everyone for us in one one time or a couple times in life are I stepping in the dark shed for sure. <laughs> and well, yeah, and yeah, that's uh, another experience in your life. You have to handle it. <laughs> things, <laughs> things like shed and yeah, and it's not not cool at all. I mean, I'm trying to watch my way right now. You know, don't don't do it this again yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the tour is called Despise the World 2015 tour, 
with suffocation decapitated. In Australia, it starts on the 6th of May in Adelaide at the Gov. And in New Zealand, it starts on the 30th of April in Christchurch at the Ducks Live. Uh, if you want to catch suffocation decapitated, it's $59 plus booking fee. Uh, go to uh, metropolistouring.com for your ticket needs. Uh, thank you very much for being on the Full Metal Lockdown podcast, Vog. All right, man. Thank you so much for the interview and from for the conversation, for promoting the band. And, well, I cannot. I have to say, I cannot wait for, for make this tour again with Suffocation, my brothers, my friends, and, and I, I hope to see all of you there yeah. in the venue. So we have a great time. <laughs> oh, I hope to be there. And I hope all my listeners there too. Once again, thank you, Vogue. Oh, yeah. Please hang up and try again. So that was my interview with Vogue from Decapitated. If you missed it, it is called the Despise the World 2015 Tour. Suffocation and Decapitated hit New Zealand in April and May. April 30th, they're in Christchurch. Uh, Friday the 1st of May, they're in Wellington, the 2nd of May, they're in Auckland, then they come to Australia, the 6th of May, they're in Adelaide, 7th of May, they're in the, in Brisbane, on the 8th of May, they're in Sydney, on the 9th of May, they're in Melbourne, on the 10th of May, they're in Perth, uh, Metropolis Touring are the one putting it on, uh, metropolistouring.com for your ticketing information $59 per booking fee for that incredible show if you're a death metal fan if you're a metal fan I suggest going uh, seeing them play is just amazing I really hope uh, Suffocation play Funeral Inception uh, that's a personal favourite of mine which is a weird thing to say if you're just saying it in normal society. I like a song called Funeral Inception. Anyway, uh, yeah, check them out. Check out the tour. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't, uh, in the interview, I didn't want to get into the tragedy that happened with the band in 2007. All I wanted to do was uh, keep the conversation kind of lighthearted. I what. The question I asked was, uh, how did you reform the band? Like, by that, I mean, like, how did he mentally get through it and all that stuff? I, that was purely out of my curiosity. I wasn't trying to be all journalistic, get deep with him and stuff. That's not what the interview was for. Uh, thank you, Vogue, for if you listen to this, thank you for being on the show once again. Uh, next week we have another guest, uh, they haven't recorded their interview yet, so, sorry about that, haven't recorded their interview yet, so I can't announce who they are, just in case it doesn't happen, I don't want to be that guy that announces something and then it doesn't happen, I've been caught in that trap before, and I felt like a fuckwit, anyway, uh, so that's the end of the show, uh, it's not running very long, I'm very sorry for that, actually, no, you know what, fuck it, it's not the end of the show, because it hasn't even been 40 minutes yet, I'm sitting here in my lounge room, it is 
12.30 a.m. I'm fucking tired as all shit. But I'm not going to end the show there because it hasn't even been 40 minutes when this show usually goes for about an hour. So I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to start spewing bullshit to you guys. Uh, so I was on the Metropolis Touring Facebook page. They're the ones touring um, Machine Head. Now, that tour is going to be awesome. Machine Head must love it in Australia. Because they always seem to fucking be here. I mean, like, in every tour I look at, Machine Head's name is (laughs) not far behind it, if you know what I mean. Um, So, Machine Head get here in June. Uh, they're going to New Zealand first, Christchurch and Auckland on June 18th and 20th. Uh, then they come to Australia, going to Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth. So they're doing the full capital run. Why do they always fucking leave out Darwin? Uh, I get Canberra because it's in the same territory area. Not literally territory, I get the whole ACT thing, but it's in the same area as Sydney and the Canberra people can just get the fuck over themselves and go to Sydney if they want to see them that bad. But like Darwin isn't close to anything. Why don't they never go to Darwin? I feel sorry for those fuckers up there. They get nothing. And the people in Perth and now like complain. Like f- shut the fuck up. Anyway, uh I'm sure I'm 100% sure I'm just bashing on Adelaide and Perth tonight. Uh, and I'm 100% sure I'm going to get some hate mail. Uh, cool, that's your prerogative, but I don't really give a fuck at the moment. Seriously, I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really getting sick of all the uh, whinging and complaining and the whole, I'm not going to buy a sound ticket at all. Seriously, who the fuck gives a damn? It just sold out in four cities. You're not buying a ticket. Didn't fucking change that, dickhead. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and stop complaining because people are sick of fucking hearing about it. Seriously, I used to live in Perth. I get how isolated it is and uh, nothing. And I said that in quotation marks ever goes there. But seriously, instead of complaining about what doesn't go there, appreciate what does. Yeah, anyway, uh, Machine Head are going to Perth, by the way. Uh, it's called An Evening with Machine Head. Uh, June 22nd in Melbourne, uh, June 24th in Sydney, June 27th in Brisbane, June 28th in Adelaide, and June 29th in Perth. Uh, so they seem to be doing a slow tour, even though it's a Wednesday night in Sydney, for some reason. They've, uh, sorry, like I said, it's very fucking late. Uh, they've got the Tuesday off, and they're taking the Thursday and Friday off as well. It's weird. Um, travel days, I guess. Yeah, that must be it. 
Uh, but it's weird that they're doing a Wednesday show in Sydney. you think it would be a good Friday show, considering they don't have a Friday on the run. It must be just one of their quirks, I guess. Um, if you've ever met Machine Head at a, like, signing or anything, I was, I went to a signing a few years ago, uh, when they were on tour with Slipknot in 2008, uh, and Sidonia, wink, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, you get that if you're a subscriber to the newsletter, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash full metal lockdown, all one word. Join our mailing list, you'll get the Sidonia uh, wink. Um, yeah, they were on tour with them, and I met them when at an autograph session at the great Utopia Records, the uh, very great Utopia Records. And uh, I met Rob Flynn, and the fuck is short. Like, he's. Oh. How do I put it without sounding insulting to one of my heroes? Um, he's not tall, but then again, I'm fairly fucking tall. I'm six three, so like putting it in perspective, he's not as tall as me, but he's not really as tall as most people. If you get my drift. Um, but anyway, um, like I was saying. Metropolis touring, they're the ones to bought Sepultura out, they're bringing Decapitated out with Suffocation, they're bringing Uriah Heap, Ace Freely, uh, The Haunted, they're, they're, they're fucking killing it at the moment, uh, the other, the other touring company is Direct Touring, they're bringing out Dali, Black Dahlia Murder, um, that I'm pretty sure they've got goat horns that are crafted on tour at the moment. Um, that tour looks pretty good as well. Um, in case you can't tell, I'm right off script at the moment. By that, I mean I didn't uh, plan to write anything to do with this shit. Uh, it's all off cuff, pretty much. Uh, direct touring, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure they're owned by the members of Socroptic, because every fucking tour they do has Socroptic on it, if you know what I mean, but, um, uh, description, previous tours, Marduk, Marduk and Inquisition, Gorguts and Portal, Absu, Portal, Denounce, Peer, Denounce from Pierre, I should say. Rotting Christ and the Amenta. King Parrot and Cycroptic. The Amenta and Ruins. Marduk Portal and Order of Orisis. Orias. Sorry, I can't pronounce words. <laughs> uh, Underground Legions Tour. Australian Tour. Goat Whore. Impiti. Impiety. Our ruins, Consex, Conexus, Conjuration, con, uh, Conjuration, Deniloquent, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, uh, like I said, I, it's late, I, 
I should explain and get delirious when I'm tired. I just start rambling with shit. Uh, absolute portal and ruins. Now, ruins and the Amentor and Socoptic came up a lot then. Uh, in case you don't know, Socoptic, ruins and the Amentor all have the same drama. Uh, alum, full metal lockdown podcast alumni. Uh, Dave Haley from Socoptic, the Amentor ruins, formerly a blood doctor. Wink. Um, once again, you want to understand my winks? Join our fucking mailing list. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Like I said, I'm tired. I keep using that as an excuse, don't I? Uh, the Goat Whore tour with Psychoptic Goat Whore and... Who the fuck that is? Uh, who the fuck that is? Um... Don't you love it when metal bands and death metal bands think they're so fucking cool when they've got their big fancy ass writing and shit. I'm usually really, really good at reading those. Like, my wife challenged me one time and she found as many as possible and I could read them all. But this one has stumped me. I don't know whether it's because I'm tired or what, but yeah. What's the, I don't get it, like, can someone tell me what the point is in no one being able to read what the fuck your name is? Because if no one can read your name, what's the fucking point in being on the poster? Or, like, what's the point in putting your name on the album, if you get what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't get it. If you get it, tell me. Um, yeah, I think it's just fucking stupid. But seriously, uh, voice your opinion on my Twitter, full my lockdown, uh, sorry, Tom underscore Roberts 1989, uh, or email me, full at gmail.com, full my lockdown is all one word, no underscores, no dashes, or facebook.com forward slash full my lockdown. Uh, while you're at the Facebook page, join our mailing list. Hit the uh, little button that says mailing list. Um, or you can scroll through our wall. I'm sure there's a link there somewhere. Uh, delinquent are our banner of the week. And uh, the hazard circular are our banner of the year. Uh now some last week, uh, now some actually months ago, but uh, I've got their bottle of Gentleman Jack sitting in my uh, in my cupboard up there. I don't drink, so it's safe with me, although I like to drink, so it might not be safe with me, if you know what I mean, but I, I don't think I'm going to uh, have a drink, if you know what, <laughs> once again, if you know what I mean. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to send it out to him soon, and hopefully get some more safe, uh, and post some pictures up of them accepting their award. <sighs> uh, you hear how fucking tired I am? Now, I've rambled on with my bullshit for a while now, and by now, if you're still listening to me ramble on, well, you're a fucking idiot, <laughs> but thank you very much, uh, 
don't forget to uh, tell your friends to hit like on our Facebook page, to subscribe to us on any any i uh, iTunes podcast uh, application that they have on both Android and iOS devices. Uh, on my Android devices, I use Podcast Republic, and you can pick up the Formula Lockdown podcast. Just hit subscribe, and it automatically downloads to your device on either podcast app on iPhones. Use the official one. It's pretty good. It's for free every single week, every Wednesday, if not around that time. Uh, might be early, might be late like this one. Uh, I am a father and I do get quite busy, so it happens when it happens around the same time every week. I try to anyway. Um, yeah, Podcast Republic is the one I use on my Android. It uh, works. I hit subscribe. It downloads every week for free. Makes it easy instead of having to go hunting for it. Uh, and well, I listen to quite a lot of podcasts myself, other people's podcasts. So, uh, yeah, hit us up, uh, subscribe, like, comment, rate, review, the whole nine yards. So I'm open to it all. Uh, yeah. Also, on the Facebook page, I've got something. I actually said on the Facebook page that uh, tell me your favorite documentary and i will announce it on the show the best answer and now i had a few answers i think um just looking for it uh i had sorry two answers flight 666 and some kind of monster now uh the only one that gave him the reason why was stephen hewitt with Flight 666, uh, he said it was a cool insight into the band and it showed the real passion of the fans, especially in South America. This was also my introduction to the other young fans getting into Iron Maiden, and other young fans getting into Iron Maiden, as to say. Plus, Bruce flying the Maiden plane, and around the world is pretty cool. Uh, so Stephen Hewitt, this is a shout out to you. You got the best answer. Uh, that is a pretty cool documentary. My favorite documentary is a metal down under, which is, uh, Nick, uh, uh, sorry if I get your name wrong, mate. I've done it before and I'm going to do it again. Nick Cow Packaging, uh, or Cow Packaging. Uh, either way. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. I didn't mean it. Uh, don't hurt me. Please, please. I'm joking. Once again, rambling. Um, so, uh, yeah, he... That's my favorite documentary. It's, it, it goes so well into the Australian metal scene, which nothing has before, if you know what I mean. And probably nothing will again. It was a... Hopefully not a one-time deal, but it might be. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so Stephen Hewitt, thanks for following us on the Facebook page. Uh, thanks for commenting. Thanks for doing your stuff, and good bloke. Anyway...
yeah, this has been the Formula Lockdown Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Roberts. I'll be back next week. Uh, I'll announce the next week's guest on Facebook sometime this week. Uh, yeah, so like I said, hit re- hit subscribe, rate and review the show. And yeah, see you next week. Bye. I love you.